0: And welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. I wonder, has your running coach ever set you a session where they've said, um, run a certain time, or run for a certain time, rather than running for a certain distance? Something like maybe, say, um, run for three minutes. Now, for me personally, I would find it much easier if they just said, run 800 metres. I mean, I can run 800 metres in around about three minutes, maybe slightly more, but... um, if I had to run 800 metres, it would be much easier for me. I could sort of pace myself. I'd know where I was on the track and how far I've got to go. You know, I know the time through halfway. You know, I know know I know exactly where I am. But if you've just got to run just randomly for three minutes, it's kind of, I find it that really, really difficult perhaps it's just me, but I, I do, I just find it difficult. I don't, actually, I don't think it's just me. I came across this really interesting article by Alex Hutchinson. Now, if you don't know him, he's, he's, he's a, um, well, he's an author for one thing. He writes for a magazine, outside magazine, but, um, he wrote a book called Endure. It's really interesting. Definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, buy a copy. Yeah. It answers some interesting questions like, um, how come at the end of a marathon you can sprint even though you are like completely exhausted or, um, how come we don't run until we drop dead? Because um, we don't do it. We'll I mean, never do. They think that they've used every last ounce of energy, but they don't die. So something's going on there. So anyway, that, that's the sort of question. I thought those interesting questions. Anyway, again, perhaps I'm weird, but hey, I found that really, really interesting book. Um, lots of other things about, you know, um, how your mind works in, in running. I think it's a lot of it. Um, running is so psychological. It's partly physical, of course, but a lot of it is psychological. Anyway, um, this article—it's interesting. It describes this race um, where the competitor competitor has to run four point one six seven miles every hour. So that made made up to hundred miles in a day, but they could only do that—that four point one six seven miles each hour so that you ran that that distance and then you rested you ran again I guess you could have done it back to back um but essentially you um you just ran the 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 the, that distance and then you stopped and then you started again so I mean even if things were going quite well I guess that sort of you might get 20 to 30 minutes rest between each uh, of the of your 4.167 mile loops which isn't really enough it's not really enough to have a sleep it's not really enough to uh eat that much it's not really enough time to watch Netflix or whatever you want to do it's just not enough time. Um, The pace you'd have to run is not like astounding you know you could probably walk around in that in that time but um, yeah it's just the fact that you you hardly get any rest you might just about sat down maybe just about got your eyes closed and so up off again you've got to do another lap so it's really really challenging. Now but what was weird about this race is one, one, it was a virtual race, it wasn't actually um, a, a real race. Um, it, and it because it was done sort of during the height of the pandem- pandemic pandemic back in uh, April. But uh, what was weird about this race is um, there wasn't a finish line. You just ran until you were the last person, to still be running um either you uh, other people um couldn't run any further or refuse to run any further I mean I have heard um one of our um club mates Kaz she I know she's done this this sort of race where you just like keep going keep going keep going until um until you stop, until well until you can't run anymore but uh yeah this was slightly different. so it ends up being over several days um and yeah it's quite quite a challenge it reminded me of a, a, a challenge back in 2003 called the Flora 1000 Mile Challenge. Um, that was based on the question posed by a guy called Captain Robert Barclay back in 1809. He asked a rather strange question. I mean, like, you just think, how does this guy's mind work? But what he wanted to know was is it possible for, for, some, for somebody to walk or run uh, 1000 miles in 1000 hours? Um, by only running or walking one mile every hour. So that would be roughly, um, 42, um, days of just running that one mile every hour. I guess you got a little bit longer break than the, um, the virtual race that I described, but, um, still it's for over a much longer period of time. So, um, in 2003, the um, Flora, as it was, London Marathon then, um, set up this competition. Six athletes set out on this challenge. Um, and they, um, at, but at the end of it, just for good measure, they ran the London Marathon. And I actually knew one of the competitors in it, um, Shona Crombie Hicks, um, who um, came in. She did some training with um, with uh, Brian Smith when I was down at Shaftesbury um, for a little bit, but she, she was. Um, I mean in the nicest sense of the word she was a bit crazy because um, she could just run and run and run and run and run I think she would like run to work and she would run when she could. She's like sort of a personal trainer or something run at work and then run home and she'd be like running like four or five hours every day so she was ideally suited to this particular competition and in fact she she won she ran the London Marathon at the end in three hours and eight minutes which I just think is astonishing having you know, probably had a, well definitely had lack of sleep for six weeks and um, you know, run basically 24 miles every day for six weeks. It was just, um, yeah, it was incredible. I, I think. Anyway, so in this article, um, which I've I've put a link to on my. Blog, which is uh, Maggie's Running Podcast blogspot um, In the article, Alex Hutchinson um, compares the the hundred mile race, that the one where they had to do four, is over four miles every hour, um, and but there was there was kind of no end to it. To the challenge that we're facing with COVID nineteen, uh, it sometimes feels like we're in some kind of endurance uh, race against the virus. But it's a race where we don't know when or where the finish line is. Um, if we knew that the end was, say, in April, then we could kind of prepare ourselves for that. And, um, you know, like it'll be like me doing uh, my 800 metres around the track. You know, I've got 100 metres to go or I've got uh, 200 metres to go, whatever it is, you know, I, I, I we could sort of prepare ourselves. But the problem is, we don't know when the end is, even though they might say, OK, the lockdown is till the middle of February. We've had that many false summits before. You know, we've had opening up over the summer, we've had that, that, that sort of lull back at the end of November and things looked like they were okay again. And then over the Christmas period and the New Year, uh, things got worse again. So, you know, we just don't know. Um, we don't know when the end is going to be. Um, and it's a bit like that race, yeah? With uh, You just don't know. You're going to be the last man standing. So um, Alex Hutchinson asks, How should you approach a race with no finish line? Well, the trick, it appears, is not to fixate on the finish line, but more to live in the moment. And he describes a study where volunteers were asked to run or cycle at a certain pace without being told how long they would need to um, to keep going. They just had to concentrate on maintaining a certain pace and just keep going. So without the knowledge of the end point, their heart rates were actually lower, as was their subjective perception of effort. And their brain activity shifted to more like a a daydreaming type of state. So if you know that you're in it for the long haul, then you kind of relax into it and you just get on with it. But if there's a finish line, you tend to fixate on that finish line, you stress over it and you push towards it. But it's pointless to stress over when the end might be, when you can't know when the end's going to be. You just have to live in the moment and then it'll be less stressful and perhaps even more enjoyable. I don't actually fancy running in that hundred-mile race, or in fact even the Barclay Challenge. But if I do ever enter, then at least I'll know that um, I don't want to set myself kind of targets. I I want to just re- relax and um, you know stay on a certain pace and 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 enjoy the run. Maybe that's how people run ult- ultra marathons. I don't know. I think if I ran an ultra, I would probably be sort of very systematic and break it down into sections in my mind, but 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 I, I have to say sometimes when i do a long run not not that i've run that far recently but there was i had to do a long run on saturday and it was it was not great because i was tar- really really tired and i think then i just like just concentrated on just putting one foot in front of the other so i think i do do that sometimes i can do that just thinking just got to finish just got to finish doesn't matter how fast i run just got to you know, just carry on, carry on. And I think when you do that, you do relax and it, it is better. And I have to say, you know, I think you kind of switch your mind off and you kind of go better than if you kind of think, okay, I've got another mile to do. or I've got another you know, 10 minutes to run or whatever it is. You you actually kind of can even enjoy it to some extent. Um, so, yeah, I think that the, the, the thing is with this um, COVID situation, um, I think the best thing is to just set ourselves um at a certain pace you know a pace for our life um you know not be stressing about whether when the kids are going to go back to school or uh, when it's all going to be over when we're going to be able to meet together as a training group or whatever but just to live each day as the best as i possibly can and make it the best that it can possibly be i'm going to live more in the moment